0: Arrested Abu Sayyaf leader, Andul Jihad Idang Susukan, now transferred to the Philippine National Police Headquarters in Cazon City. Authorities gearing up for investigations to uncover more information about the terror group. Most parts of the Philippines to retain their community quarantine classifications until the end of August. Malacanang defends President Duterte's decision to postpone the opening of classes, saying it was in response to repercussions from the reimposition of stricter quarantine measures in some areas. And global coronavirus cases surpass 21 million. Good afternoon, I'm Ray and Musni, Dateline Philippines weekend begins right now. Arrested Abu Sayyaf leader, Andul Jihad Idang Susukan, now at the Philippine police headquarters in Camp Krame, Quezon City. He arrived from Davao early Saturday morning, two days after Moro National Liberation Front founding chairman Nur Miswari facilitated the terror group leader's surrender to authorities. Susukan faces over 30 warrants of arrest for murder, kidnapping and other crimes.
1: going to be undertaken. He has to go custodial debriefing. Uh, necessary information has to be drawn from him, uh, especially on uh, with regard to uh, the movement of their group. And of course, uh, we are awaiting for the final decision of the court as to where eventually Idang uh, Susukan will be retained.
0: The Philippine Armed Forces earlier said it is ready to repel retaliatory attacks by the Abu Sayyaf following Susukan's arrest most parts of the Philippines will keep their community quarantine classifications until the end of August. That's according to presidential spokesman Harry Roque, who made the announcement ahead of President Rodrigo Duterte's expected briefing on Monday. Roque says Cebu City, Nueva Ecija, Batangas, Quezon, and Iloilo City will remain under general community quarantine, while several areas like Baguio City, Cebu Province, and Lano del Sur will be placed under modified general community quarantine. Roque adds, some areas under MGCQ will also see strict enforcement of local restrictions.
1: A national Task Force po at ang Department of Interior and Local Government ...ay um, inatasan na siguruduhin na yung mga areas kung saan kinakailangan ng local action ay magpapatupad po ng istriktong localized or granular lockdowns... ...sang ayon po sa zoning containment strategy, minimum health standards, pagsusuot po ng mask, paguhugas ng kamay, um social distancing at pagsusuot po ng face shields sa trabaho at sa mga pampublikong sasakyan... At kinakailangan po magkaroon po ng pinainting, pinalakas na isolation, 1 is to 15 ang minimum po, and quarantine of close contacts and isolation of confirmed cases.
0: As for Metro Manila and nearby areas which are under modified enhanced community quarantine until August 18th, Roque says President Duterte will make that announcement on Monday. A majority of Metro Manila mayors reportedly prefer to keep the capital region under stricter lockdown until the end of August as they seek stronger indications the measure is working to slow down coronavirus transmissions. According to information obtained by ABS-CBN, mayors allegedly had an informal vote after an online meeting Thursday. One mayor said 10 voting in favor to in keeping the modified enhanced community quarantine until the end of the month while seven voted against it. But the mayor clarified their sentiments may still change when they meet again on Sunday. Philippine Senate Minority Leader Franklin Drilon raises concerns over the Duterte administration's move to assign cabinet officials to different cities in Metro Manila to help local governments fight the spread of COVID-19. Drilon believes LGUs do not need what he calls a big brother as some have already shown they are capable of handling the situation. He also warns cabinet officials against overstepping their authority, saying they must respect the constitutional principles of local and fiscal autonomy. But Cabinet Secretary Carlo Negrales insists the palace move would improve coordination and harmonize government strategy. Negrales has been assigned to Quezon City together with Health Secretary Francisco Duque. Speaking to ANC, Negrales said he already met with Quezon City officials Thursday to talk about putting more villages under special concern lockdown. COVID-19 infections in the Philippines have surpassed 150,000 after recording some 6,200 new cases on Friday, the second-highest single-day increase. Most of the fresh cases were in Metro Manila. The country's death toll from now at 2,442, while recovery stand at 71,400. The Duterte administration caves in to the demands of various stakeholders, pushing back the start of the school year from August 24th to October 5th. The Education Department vows to use the extra time to address gaps on the preparations for distance learning. Jasmine Romero with the full story.
1: For days, teachers groups and several lawmakers have called for the postponement of the opening of classes in August 24th, saying schools are not ready. But the Education Department or DepEd downplayed such concerns. But on Friday, the agency finally succumbed to pressure from various stakeholders. The academic year is now set to begin on October 5th, following an order straight from President Duterte. Education Chief Leonor Briones says the change in plans will allow the department to fill in the remaining gaps as the country shifts to distance learning. There has been much concern about the production of of the learning modules. So uh, magkaroon tayo ng additional time. While the simulations are going on, patuloy ang upskilling ng teachers. We trust in the end that this is the final adjustment of the school opening. The new date of the school opening also applies to private schools. But if schools have opened their school year, they can continue. But they have to comply with the requirements of, uh, of the MECQ or of, uh, of the Department of Health. The private schools are given that leeway or flexibility uh, in determining their own school calendar. If they think it's necessary, some private schools could actually move also their opening, but not beyond October 5. Parents have mixed reactions on the postponement of the school year opening. But teachers groups who have been the most vocal about supposed shortcomings of the government to prepare for distance learning welcome Friday's announcement. Pinasasalamatan po namin ang ano po dahil po dito sa desisyon po na ito Meron na pong panahon ano, para mas um, lalo pang paghandaan Sana i na na no, ng uh, Pamahalang Duterte ng uh, Department of Education Yung panahon na ito upang seryosong matugunan yung mga hinahing ng mga kaguruan, mga suzyante at mga magulang Kailangan matiyak ng mga guru ay may sapat na proteksyon Kailangan matiyak ng mga kabataan ay misapat na gamit uh, kailangan maibigay yung mga pangailangan ng mga natin upang magampanan na nila nang maayos yung kanilang pagkugin. For Senate Basic Education Committee Chairperson Sherwin Gatchalian, now is the time to make sure systems are in place in the event teachers contract the virus. Department needs to link up with field health and get their assurance that their teachers will give, uh, will be given priority or at least given um, quick attention if uh, they will need field health uh, support when uh, they get infected. And also GSIS. You know, GSIS is another uh, institution that they can tap for additional funds or additional financial assistance if uh, they get hospitalized or if their family needs support. ed says the postponement of school opening also means adjustment to the school calendar. But it's stressed there will be no face-to-face classes until a vaccine becomes available. Jasmine Romero, ABS-CBN News.
0: A group of local Catholic schools is seeking clarification regarding government's decision to postpone the opening of new academic year to October. In a letter to the Education Department, Catholic Educational Association of the Philippines President, Father Elmer Dizon, asked to co- confirm whether the deferment of classes only covers public schools. Dizon maintains the 1,500 member group is ready to resume operations by August 24, saying they have already submitted their learning continuity plans. While Dizon said they are one with government and prioritizing the safety of students and staff, he said they could no longer afford to delay their reopening due to financial constraints. Meanwhile, Malacanang defends President Duterte's decision to delay the opening of classes in the Philippines. It insists the move was in response to the implication of the reimposition of stricter quarantine measures in Metro Manila and nearby provinces. The palace also reiterated the Education Department's pronouncement that private schools, which have already started conducting online classes, may continue to do so as long as health protocols are observed. The Philippines and China now discussing the possibility of setting up green lanes between both countries to facilitate the entry of certain people and goods amid the pandemic. In a virtual forum, Philippine Ambassador to China Chito Santa Romana said the Chinese side proposed to lift quarantine protocols for government officials, investors, as well as cargo from both parties for government officials para yeah. historian
1: exchange m cavaran ill lift quarantine protocols, no for so on both sides. But it needs an agreement, the BFA and the Ministry of Foreign Affairs here. The other one has to do with uh investors or the engineers na those priority infrastructure projects no in China Chan. And then lastly in cargo, para to yung cargo, to yung you know the the From the Philippines, the import of bananas and other tropical fruits and other products. And from China, you export in China.
0: Santa Romana says that currently, China only accepts Filipino travelers on a case-to-case basis since the Philippines is considered a coronavirus hotspot. Meanwhile, he says Beijing is now considered a low-risk area. Coronavirus cases worldwide have surpassed 21 million based on the latest tally of Johns Hopkins University. Fatalities are now at 763,000, while recoveries top 13.1 million. The United States is still the worst hit country in the world with 5.3 million infections and 168,000 deaths. It's followed by Brazil and India. Despite getting approval from the Philippine Food and Drug Agency, a local medical expert warns against the use of a Chinese medicine for COVID-19 patients. Dr. Marikar Limpin, president of the Philippine College of Physicians, says the Chinese drug contains ephedrine, a stimulant which may have side effects on patients with hypertension and heart conditions
1: hindi porke na-register yan sa FDA ang ibig sabihin niyan ay uh, talagang pwedeng na naming gamitin sinasabi lang ng FDA eh since ginagamit na yan available na yan sa China ay eh, kaya parang pwedeng nilang gawing uh, available yan dito sa atin hindi ho lahat ng uh, sold in the market eh ibig sabihin ay eh, talagang sinasabi na ng FDA na pwedeng namin gamitin siya for COVID-19 kasi it still has to undergo uh clinical trials no kasi ang remdesivir has been uh there for quite some time pero ngayon uh, for covid-19 eh, may trial pa rin na ginagawa no uh, the same
0: with the other uh, medicines The Philippine Health Department is asking legislators to help fast-track COVID-19 vaccination in the country by exempting upcoming new vaccines from the standard fourth phase of clinical trials. The agency emphasized under phase three, the vaccines would have already passed tests establishing their safety and effectivity. It adds the vaccines would still be subjected to restrictions before being administered.
1: Unang-una, kailangan uh, aprobado ito ng WHO and recognized by the international community that it is safe. Pangalawa, itutuloy pa rin ang pag-monitor sa mga tao uh, kung meron silang adverse effects. Pangatlo, kailangan i-engage ang community at i-prepare ang community para sang alam nila na may mangyayaring pagbabakuna, alam nila kung ano ang mga benepisyo, alam din nila kung sakaling meron itong adverse effects. The
0: DOH is currently in talks with over a dozen manufacturers of COVID-19 vaccines, including Russia. This as the government explores other avenues, including manufacturing a vaccine in the country. President Duterte is also reviewing a proposal to establish a virology research institute in the Philippines designed to strengthen local vaccine development in the country. Before we go, here's another milestone for the Philippines. For the third year in a row, a Filipino team lands a top spot in the United States National Aeronautics Space Administration's hackathon. The team app and online portal, dubbed G-I-D-E-I-O-N, or Gideon, was recognized for best use of data one of six global winners in the NASA Space Apps Challenge. The prototype featured solutions for the COVID-19 pandemic as it seeks to measure the real-time economic impact of worldwide lockdowns and other interventions against a deadly virus. The app also tries to paint a more immediate picture by combining data on night light and pollution levels, infection rates, and mobility monitoring all sourced from satellites and online portals. And that's Dateline Philippines weekend. I'm Rain Musni. Thank you so much for joining us and keep it here on ANSIG.